We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Good morning, everybody. A man who has heard that one too many times, Toby Altizer, is with us today. Yeah, too many times. Not just one. <laughs> um, and then Paul Emig for this week's mm-hmm, How you doing, Paul? Grant is fishing, yeah. and I'm so glad to see Toby Altizer, who, Toby, I could have told you this when we weren't recording, but I'll tell you when we are recording. You did the thing with Bart a couple weeks or a week ago. What do you not know? Is there anything in sports that someone could ask you? Because it just seems like you if someone's like, hey, so like this random thing, you could you could do a solid, inf- you know, informative, entertaining two, three minutes on anything. Is that true? Or what would be your blind spot? I have to ask you. Lacrosse. Uh, <laughs> I don't know professional lacrosse. Um, I can't give you tactics in hockey. I don't know players outside of the Capitals a whole lot. I know the stars. Yeah. Um not the Dallas Stars, that is, but just the Star in general stars of the sport. Mm-hmm. Uh, outside of that, I pretty much can cover a lot of things. So I would I, say I, I in general, when, yes. I remember when you were at the fan, and I think you got to, or maybe you were just relieving, but you got to call to do something, and I want to say Atlanta on like five minutes notice or something really short. Bart, do you remember this? Toby, do you remember this? South Carolina. Yeah, yeah, yeah South, South Carolina. Carolina. Yeah, and it was Atlanta like, State. <laughs> And it was just like, yeah, like just jump in and just let's start talking about what's going on in the area. You could have fooled anybody. Anyway. Well, that's what one thing that uh, has helped me to make this about me. Yeah, you should. Why wouldn't you? Please do. Is that in doing these national shows, like everything, I, I, I watch all this college football for years. I watch every, every NFL game. I'm so invested in the NBA and MLB that like doing these national shows is like, thank God, finally now I have a way to release that information you know it's like because i got i got it like justifies because i'll be watching clemson you know florida state one night and my wife's like is this count as work i'm like i don't don't know i want to watch it so maybe and then like three years later it's like oh yeah that game between those two well it might count as work pretty soon because who knows what's going to happen with the acc maybe one of those teams joins the big 10 yeah that shit's pissing me off Speaking of blind spots, college football, me, Mm-mm. I, I get to know the I get to know the drafted players. Like I really I study them once they're like draft eligible, but I don't know how you. I, I wish I liked it. I wish I liked college football. I just oh, it's so great. The games take so damn long. Oh I my gosh. It. So yeah, baseball's too long. 
but college football, which is longer, is perfectly college longer. football games are going to be like twice the length of baseball games for sure. And yeah. nobody, but nobody cares. Even even in college, I would go to Badgers football games, and it, you know it, you'd be at like a three hour and forty five minute mark of the game, and you'd be like midway through the fourth, and I was even as like a nineteen year old, I'd be like, "This is just too long." What? And I and I, I mean, I four years later, I was a, an NFL reporter. Like I loved football, I love football, but I was like, "This is I can't do this." Like maybe you got to play some daily fantasies. That'll help. It, it would. I mean, definitely. I mean, in all sincerity, I'm going to know a lot more about the New York Jets and the Cleveland Browns because I'm going to be starting their third string running back in the Hall of Fame game. I will say once I start once we started doing the Dynasty League a couple years ago, the first of the two that were in together, Bart, I mean, it just helps. It just changes the way you absorb who players are and depth charts. And it it is helpful. Like, I mean, I I, yeah, I like it. I do want to mention. On the Dan Shaney YouTube stream, I'm wearing my four golf quarter zip. Oh, yeah. Fourgolfapparel.com, promo code BART. They've got good golf wares. <laughs> they, would, they would wish I said it. I'm like, but no, I wore the, uh, the palm tree one. They call that the Miami Nice one. I wore that the other day. I'm wearing this. Uh, they got new stuff coming out. So just, one of the partners of the Bart Winkler show for golfapparel.com. You can get 10% off your orders and they've already made sure like the same thing with happy place. Hemp. They've made it as like little as they can to make it affordable for people. And then you still get a promo code. So you can check that out for golf apparel, F O R E.com promo code Bart. Uh, do you have a lot of brewers? Cause we got to congratulate Toby for winning two or three. I do have nationals. a I do have a Brewers. I thought we would naturally start Packers, but we can start. I have. Well, I just want to. Uh, we can start Packers, but I just want to. No, mean, we'll get into it. Let's, what, a, let's... what a tremendous, what a tremendous series win that was for the Nats. You know, Bart. At this point of the season with the Nationals, I don't even know if I care about any wins or losses. It's about growing the young guys. So, I mean, it sucks for the Brew Crew that they lost two or three to the Nationals, but I don't. I'm not like thrilled today that they beat. The Brewers in the series. Well, when you look at the like lineup, everyone's like, "Oh, it's a double A team." There's a lot of good like talent there. That the, Paul, this is your perfect kind of dynasty team here. Yeah. And then they got some kid from Wisconsin. Apparently, I never knew he was from Wisconsin or heard of him. But who scored? Who? Uh, Alex Call. Alex Call. Yeah, he's. A, oh, really? Where did he go? He's a Wisconsinite. I can't remember. I think it's. I think he grew up somewhere closer to Minnesota. He grew oh. up in Burnsville, Minnesota. That's where he okay. was born. Okay. He went to River Falls. Where's that? North. Grant in in the Grand Bills world. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Up north is it? Is it technically up north? Is it north of Highway Eight or whatever the hell you guys talked about that one time? I don't think it is. Okay. You can uh you can take uh Alex Call if you'd like because I feel like there's a perfect marketing campaign with Alex Call if he were with the Brewers. Pretty easy one. I'll just leave that to your imagination. I got it. I'm with you. So and also Gru- you can take Gruber. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. Exactly. Gruber is one of the reads that I do when I go to Forward Madison. It's like an hour of me doing reads. As you <laughs> enter the stadium, I'm doing reads. It's like Don's Home Furniture voted voted best in Madison Furniture seven years in a row. And then like 
Have you ever wanted to pay less for your mattress? Try Verlo mattress, you know? So I do that for an hour. And one of them is Gruber. And the guy, because in the press box and the mic stuff, I'll always be like, one call that's all. And he's like, do that over the speaker. And I just can't. Why? Because <laughs> I do maintain maybe the, the, the highest level of professionalism that I know how to be <laughs> when I am in that. So you're pretty close to doing it is what I'm hearing. <laughs> I would like to do it, but I, I just can't. The other guy that you could take from a DC area team that would be easy marketing, Cameron Cheeseman, long snapper easy. for the commanders, pretty easy Jersey sell there for the Packers. Yep. yep. All right, let's do uh, the show. It's like, who was the guy in the Packers? De Beer. Remember De Beer? Gerald De Beer. Gerard De Beer. Great name. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Um, all right. So, Bart, I was listening to your segment with Paul Brettel, who hopefully has picked up his Winkler bump of two to three, maybe four YouTube subscribers. I don't know if you've done a account. Um, I haven't gone and checked. Now it's still early, technically speaking, from when that aired. So maybe it, maybe the Winkler bump. Toby, have you followed it? Uh, I have not. No. It looks like he's lost subscribers. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell did I do to this guy? His, his, all of his metrics are way down since joining. Oops. Sorry, Paul. Not me. The other Paul. Yeah. Um, but he said something that 
for the first time, and I mean this very sincerely, for the first time, you were asking about like how good or not good the Packers are. Like, what was his read on the team? And for the first time, I at least, he, oh, you know what? I'm a, I remember exactly what it was. He was talking about how Mike, how Shanahan took, you know, Garoppolo and Purdy and like took these yeah, below average quarterbacks to the Super Bowl or the NFC Championship game. And I at no point have been even remotely considered in all seriousness, like the Packers being a making some surprise run to the Super Bowl or to the NFC Championship game. But this kind of got me thinking that, like, like at least, like, you know, not like, oh, they're a Super Bowl contender, but like, of like, hmm, like they are actually, you know, you know, I know you think that Dario made this survey up, but that the Packers are the fourth best roster in the NFL if you don't include quarterbacks. And then, Bart, you've been saying a lot of things like, what if Jordan Love just actually comes out in week one and has three or four touchdowns and like looks like, what, what, what then? No one would be, you know, from a narrative perspective prepared for that. So anyway, I'm not going to sit here and say, yeah, the Packers are a Super Bowl contender, but I've at least now for the first time entertained the notion. So I ask you this. The Packers make it to the Super Bowl. They play the Jets. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. This would be like, <laughs> Get out. Though, it's, though it's a great scenario, Packers in the Super Bowl, <laughs> This is like the worst case scenario <laughs> for the season. It would drive you absolutely, perhaps certifiably insane. Uh, mm-hmm, or mm-mm, that that would be a good viewing fan experience for you. Packers have this miraculous season, and it ha- now they have to do two weeks of Rodgers. Anyway. This is where my head went when I was listening to you and Paul. Brown. I don't want to like say I... something and then have it. Um, <laughs> but if 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 it's the weekend of the championship games, and like the Jets won first, mm-hmm. I might like root for the Packers to lose. <laughs> <laughs> that is exactly where I thought you might go. I mean, I might. I don't... Like don't 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 be a Marshall bad fan. I don't know. That would be the the Packers a Packers Jets Super Bowl would be the dumbest thing that could ever happen. Um, and it would be two weeks of relitigating everything that had ever happened. So take all the Rogers stories. Yep. From the last sixteen years, and at least we had the. Like we could breathe before we got to the new one. It would be everything in two weeks crammed in all the remember this is and the remember wins new stories would come out. He'd say something. It'd get blown up. It would be Brett Favre would chime in. Mm. Undoubtedly. Yeah. Another guy that played for both teams. We would probably hear from uh, Packers legend, Ken O'Brien. Sure. Kenny O'B. Would would chime in. Um, it would be awful. So <laughs> and and so this that would be one of the things where the the joy of winning. I don't know if it would make up for the fear of losing. Yeah, you're you've always been a fear of losing guy. Um, like that's why I remember. Well, I don't a- like worrying. Worrying. Worrying in general is a waste of time because. 
if something happens, it's going to be awful, but you've already experienced it. So it's like happening to you twice because totally. you've already worried about it. And if you don't worry about it, then it doesn't, doesn't, doesn't happen. Um, I always say like, I don't, I can't live in a world. I couldn't, I can't live in a world where these giants beat the Patriots. I was like when they were 17 and all or whatever. Yeah. That sucked. Uh, it would suck. What's your question? This would suck. Why are you doing this to me? This is where my, my head went of like, oh my gosh, maybe. Well, I mean, the Jets are going to have a lot of coverage, right? Hard knocks and Rogers makes Sean Payton stories into Aaron Rodgers stories. And like Rogers restructures his contract. He's talking about playing multiple years. It's what, so it was what Rogers third season as starter that the Packers went to the Super Bowl. Maybe like, very optimistically, let's say that one of the first three years as a starter, Jordan Love does the same thing, and Rodgers is still in New York. I know we're going to talk about this in a little bit. I do think Rodgers will be good with the Jets. I think the Jets will be good um, as a team. So I just wanted to explore the, like this idea of <laughs> would you rather just the Packers have a, you know. I'd rather they won the Super Bowl. Right, but like I remember, it was at, Toby. You might have been producing at the time. Uh, Bart, I was like leading into Packers Vikings. There was a possibility it could have been Packers Vikings. There was some kind of something, and and you wanted it was something like you wanted the Vikings to lose more than you wanted the Packers to win. I know you kind of always have that type of perspective, um, and so I just thought like literally, though there's this tremendous outcome of like the Packers reaching the Super Bowl. My just my first thought just went to. Yeah, but what if it's against the Jets? And how horrible would Bard's two weeks of life be? Here's what I want. Here's here's what I want. Okay. If the Super Bowl matchup is Packers Jets, I would like to be put into a coma <laughs> the minute that that happens. So I miss the two weeks. If the Packers win, wake me up and please have DVR the game so I can watch it. Mm -hmm. But wake me up, and if the Jets win. Keep me there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, that would be the worst two weeks in Wisconsin. I wouldn't, I'd be so thankful I'm not there. Mm -hmm. that would be but sad. at the same point, if the Packers were to win, it would justify everything. So, you know, it, it'd almost be like you could look back and be like, well, it sucked at the time, but it was worth it. I mean, Chances are not going to happen, but if it did, it'd be awful two weeks, and it would be even worse if the Packers didn't win. Toby, how are you, you know, as a D.C. guy who became a Wisconsin guy for a while, how are you viewing, how are you processing, like, your fandom as it relates to the Rodgers, the Jets, the Hard Knocks, all the stuff that goes on? Are you rooting for Rodgers? What is your... We're well, at least uh, we are doing a hard knocks post game show. At least the first one. Ooh, I love it. Yeah. So how how are you rooting or not okay, rooting for this situation, it. Toby? Uh, I'm a Rogers guy, so I like Rogers. So I'll be cheering for him. I've always enjoyed how he plays the game of football, and I'll be cheering for the Packers as well. I mean, I want both of those teams to do well, and I think both teams will do well. Like you were saying, I think some people are acting as if Brett or, or sorry, Brett Favre almost called Aaron Rodgers Brett Favre. Jeez, dare you. Uh, you know, it almost seems like some people think that Aaron Rodgers is completely gone. That's not the case. He was playing a lot of last year injured on his throwing hand with a thumb. So, I mean, how much can you take of it? And, you know, we've spent plenty of time on that narrative, but he's got playmakers out there in New York. But 
at the same point, I think that Jordan Love has had enough time to develop, and I think he's going to be a good quarterback for the Packers. It might be a little bit turbulent early, but, I mean, th- there's no reason to think that if he can't improve as the season goes on that they can't be a playoff team. So I'm rooting for both teams. I hope that they both do well, and I love watching Aaron Rodgers. It's just it's going to be tough to do anything in that loaded AFC. Here's something that I think people need to uh, watch because there's not – like there's not a real incentive rooting for or rooting against other than if the Packers, like if the Jets are bad, the Packers get better picks. If Rodgers plays. Right. Well, still, what is it, a second otherwise? Yeah, it'd be a second. Yeah, either way. Yeah, either way. You're right. Um, so you want Rodgers to hit the 65%. You want him to do bad so that the picks are better. The Packers are not scheduled to play the Jets. Until the year. Super Bowl. Until the Super Bowl. <laughs> but next year. On the Packers' schedule, they do play – they play the uh, – what division? They play the AFC South in 2024, okay? They also play one team from the AFC East to be determined. Well, Ooh. that's not to be determined. We know who that is. Why? It's going to be the Jets. Well, it'll is, be by schedule. It, yeah, well, isn't it based on, like, the fourth-place NFC North team plays the fourth-place? Yeah, they'll find some way to make it the Jets. <laughs> yeah, they'll change the rule. they <laughs> like – the scheduling thing, nah, we just Packers should play the Jets. Would there be a more highly rated game possible? Like take any combination of matchups than Rodgers and the Jets at Lambeau on a for twenty twenty three or four? Because Roger because we saw that with Brady and uh the Patriots. Right. Which yeah, was, I mean, it was, just, you yeah. got Adele songs made about it, you got promotions out the wazoo. <laughs> yeah. I just think it'll be even you know, forget twenty twenty four regular season. I think it'll be cool when it's Packers Jets, February tenth, twenty twenty four in the Super Bowl. Well, I'll tell you what will be cool is when you get ready for that Super Bowl when you start grilling out with Omaha steaks. Oh, you're completely. <laughs> there you go. There you are. Your your green screen. <laughs> That's much better. I like that. <laughs> OmahaSteaks.com. The promo code is Bart what you guys do you go to omahasteaks.com right at the top of that search bar you type in bart then you can go to the bart winkler podcast that pops right up it's got this package for you with the butcher's cut filet mignons the air chilled boneless chicken breast the bacon wrapped pork chops the gourmet franks um that's normally 260 you get it with the code for 129 and then you also get eight more burgers and eight more franks so they throw that in. So promo code Bart, get your rest of the summer meat fixins at Omaha Steaks. I will need to be putting in an order for the tailgate that we're going to have on August 23rd. Um, tell me you won't be in town. Paul, do you want to go? You want a ticket? 23rd. You've muted yourself. <laughs> That's just so people didn't have to hear me eat leftover lasagna. Um, when is, the date? when is the date again? The Wednesday, the 23rd. Okay. Let me take a gander. Now I, by the time this episode post, I would hope that the link is live. The brewers are creating a link to buy the tickets in the bleachers. 102, 103 right field side. And why, why is there not a rented suite? Yeah, seriously. Maybe next year. Once this podcast grows. If you want, if you want a rented suite next year, 
you need to share all your with the share with this with all your friends uh-huh. and tell them about next Friday night when not only will I be doing the Zach Gelb show mm. on the 11th, but I will then do a Packers preseason postgame show Ooh. on Friday night at nine. Oh, cool. <laughs> I, am debating, I, heard- I, think, I think I am going to reserve. Think? I think uh, in the Euchre lot, I can like, get there an hour early to set up and reserve hmm. four extra chair spots hmm. for 110 bucks. I think I'm going to do that. Cool. I also heard that you are, you took me up on my advice of a Saturday noon preseason game with the youngin. Yes, I'm going to do that. I don't have the tickets yet, but I will get them. Yeah, it's great. I mean, it's, it's the perfect time to introduce them to uh yeah. I would much rather do that than family night. Yeah, totally. You don't want to watch Jordan Love throwing the ball into a net? Come on. That's the uh, Green Bay training camp tradition. And really, like a preseason game is not that much more than the $10 that family night is. Like you can you can find right. a you can find a pretty good ticket for not much beyond. Oh, I also think that uh I may be doing something this Saturday. This is this should not be for public announcement, but I may be uh, taking my son to Chuck E. Cheese. Mm. Where is there one still? There's one uh, like first, like Chase Avenue. There's like a little tucked in area in near Bayview with like a Target and a Home Depot and a Wendy's. Oh, yeah. And there's a little Chuck E. Cheese like tucked away. See, I have such fond memories of Chuck E. Cheese. I don't want to go in there and have it be like this total dive, <laughs> which I think it might be. I don't know. I'll be very curious if you. If I'll you have a full report on Monday's episode. I'm Love totally it. serious. And then afterwards, if only you could take him to like Toys R Us, then my childhood would be complete. Mm, yes, Toys R Us. KB Toys. What's that one? Oh, KB Toys was in the Forest Mall right next to Aladdin's Castle. No, I had Aladdin's Castle in Sheboygan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think my, I still have an Aladdin's Castle coin. My favorite part of growing up was, you know, Christmas time, and my mom would hand <laughs> me the catalogs of those various places. Oh, and yeah. I would, I'd look through it and be like, but mom, I want a Clinton Portis jersey. <laughs> <laughs> Toby, weren't malls dead by the time that you were a kid? Uh, to an extent. To an extent. You didn't, don't. You didn't have the same catalog. But no, I look through, I mean, to an extent. I look through like catalogs. You didn't have the Sears stuff. catalog. I look through some catalogs <laughs> for like Toys R Us growing up and I'd be like, I don't want any of this. Get me another football. You guys want to see the biggest waste of money? Uh oh. That I have. Are we going to ask Toby a question? No, go for it. Biggest waste of money. My senior class ring. Oh, I definitely did not do that. Yeah, me either. It says Bart with a soccer ball. <laughs> Cardinal red. Um, what does it say on it? School. It's I can't even read it. Oh, it says Goodrich High School, which is interesting since I didn't graduate from Goodrich High School. Goodrich was torn down my senior year. So I went to Goodrich sophomore and junior year and then Fondy High senior year. Really? Yep. 2002 with a Cardinal, and I believe my signature is engraved in it. So I will be 
wearing this with pride. Yes, <laughs> as you should. No, as you should not. It does not even fit anymore. Maybe I'll use this as a giveaway. <laughs> the first person that orders a shirt from Four Golf Apparel. No, wait. Can I have my class ring? <laughs> wait, how about this? The person who organizes and at least pays for the majority of a brewer's suite, mm. as opposed to slumming it in the bleachers. Who's the? I always I I listen to all the voices on your podcast bar. Who's the? Is that Matt or is that Jake who will not sit in the bleachers? Oh, I think Jake didn't want to. Is that Jake? You can also get this newspaper cutout. When I rallied at the state capitol, there I am in the middle against smoking. <laughs> Fond du Lac students rally at Capitol against tobacco. Like what about tobacco? Like like in getting public it out or- of this was a part of it was called Moving Targets. Uh, this was a thing and this is prop comedy. So Dan Shaney YouTube stream maybe for this portion of the show. But <laughs> we would take stickers. This was when Toby before you were alive. Magazines used to have cigarette advertisements in them. We would put mm. stickers. We would go through the different doctor offices and find like and put stickers on them saying mm. "Don't smoke." And then we tried to get it banned from cool. restaurants. Well done. I'm yeah. with you on the banning it from restaurants. That's good work for sure. Mm-hmm. I believe I was quoted in this, uh, but it does not appear so. <laughs> oh, here <laughs> it is. Okay. Here it is. Uh, I'm a big fucking nerd. <laughs> I can't wait to buy my class ring for three hundred dollars. Said Winkler. <laughs> That sounds right. Mm-hmm. Um, shall I continue? I'll also throw in the name tag from when I worked at Cops Foods. Mm. All right, enough of that. I'm like and, in my basement sitting by my memento. How many, like, what would a call it? What would a listener have to do to get your air check calls from when you were a uh, cable? Oh, if I had them, you don't think I would have played those by now? (laughs) (laughs) I would have played those. Yeah. All right. uh, Omaha Steaks promo code BART. There you go. Um, We would have had a pretty good segue a few minutes ago, but BART, you and I have been disagreeing far too much on this podcast recently. So I just want to ask one that we agree on, and then I want to hear Toby's perspective. I'm fine missing out on a first-round pick if it means absolute disaster for Rodgers and the Jets. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. Or mm-mm. Mm-hmm. Yes, I know that the uh, future of the Packers is better served. Um, you know, the better the pick is, so 65%. Um, you know, but but uh, there would be, like, I have to look at it as, as this. I am a Packers fan, and so I want what's best for the Packers. But what I'm a fan of even more is me. And so I want what's best for me. And what's best for me is the Jets to fail uh, just in an epic way where Rodgers looks terrible, where he says a bunch of stuff that reflects on all the things I've been saying about him. So I'm a, I'm a Packers fan. Don't get me wrong. I'm a Packers owner, but I'm also an owner of me. I'm me. So I root for me. Yeah, I mean, I – Personally, I've never hated a player like Packers fans hate. Well, I take that back. 
I take that back. I have hated players, but they're not good players. Like I hated. Yeah, Albert like this Ainsley. guy won us the Super Bowl and the four-time MVP, and we hate him. Like I hated Albert Hainsworth, but he sucked. So like, who cares? You know, and he took and he took all the team's <clears throat> salary cap space for all those years, and he was terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it'd be uh, like if you hated Joe Theismann, you were like, uh, "Well, you shouldn't have got your leg cracked open, you fucking idiot." I. <laughs> I have uh, stories we could share, but I'm not going to share them uh, oh, on here. Oh shit! Do it. I don't. I don't no hate. Listening. I don't. I don't hate Joe Theismann, but I, you know, we have him on the show every now and then, and I okay. don't want that to end because I'm, you know, blabbering on on the Bar well, Show Joe podcast. Was, I thought he was part of the best <clears throat> NFL booth ever between him, uh, Mike Patrick, and Paul McGuire. Sunday Night Football '90s. Yeah, I, was I, uh, I, I didn't get to experience that. I almost feel like that should make us ask about the uh, new NBA lead broadcasting team, if you want. But uh, I think Bart and I disagree on that, so I'm sick of disagreeing with Bart. I, <laughs> oh, I did not do that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. NBA improved their finals broadcasting. Mm-hmm, or mm-hmm, the NBA improved their finals broadcasting team by replacing Jeff Van Gundy and Mark Jackson with Doris Burke and Doc Rivers. Ugh. No, women shouldn't be allowed to. Oh, my. What? Where do you think I was going that with that? <laughs> Am I gonna have to hop off this podcast? She used men's restrooms. <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. They have their own. Uh, Doris Burke. Tim, cut that. Good. Tim, cut, cut that and post him. Doris Burke isn't even that good. I don't get the. I don't get the appeal of Doris Burke. You don't like when she Pat says McAfee. she's taking it. You you don't like when uh, she says that he's taking it to the cup for the fifteenth time. Taking yeah, it to the I don't cup. Like, I don't like when she's like goo goo gaga for Jason Tatum and can't speak because he's playing so well. Pat McAfee had a tweet that got dug up from like ten years ago. How about he's like I just I'm so bored by Doris Burke and now they're like teammates. That's why you stay off Twitter, Bart. McAfee had some tweet about Larry Nassar. Nasser. Nasser, I call him mm-hmm. Nasser. I've heard it both ways. Uh, and it was like an insensitive tweet. And then he gets on the show the next day. He's like, oh, oh, oh. Like the way that he defends himself is like, just don't just be like, yeah, the tweet was dumb. It was but incredibly it was, stupid, too. I don't like understand what he was trying to do by it. Yeah, it was really weird. Uh, oh, he said they that he designed the jerseys. Yeah, terrible. But then he like, you know, sometimes when people are wrong, they go, Man, that was dumb. Yeah. But then sometimes they're like, to even question my wrongness. And then they put up moats and then triple down on it. Mm-hmm. I've seen that show do that a few times. Hey, Bart, how do you feel about a cross-promotional? Here, I'll, you know what? I'm going to text this to you. And then you can determine. I really, this would be, a, we should mention this. If you're comfortable mentioning this. Based on where this just happened. All right, check your phone. I am checking my phone. Check your telephone, your cellular. I sent this one to your cellular phone, not your landline that I sometimes message you on. Mark Murphy was on 97.3 The Game. There you go. His hopes for the Jets, 65%. Honestly, I hope everything goes well, but it would be really good if the Jets have a bad year because we'd get a very high pick. So what is Mark Murphy hoping for? 65%, which is so perfect because like, so what are your hopes for the, for the Jets this year? 65%. 
So it kind of goes back to what we just talked about, you know, a few minutes ago, which is like, if, if you're a Packers fan, do you want Rogers to, you know, get hurt or, or not be able to play whatever the, I know people like people rooting for people to get hurt, but like if Rogers has something happen where he can't play the whole year and the jets are terrible and the whole thing is disaster, that's good in the sense of like, you know, Packers fans who don't want Rogers to succeed, don't want the Jets to succeed, but it also means that you're settling for a second round pick and not a first round pick. Obviously the best of both worlds is that well, Murphy will get clowned for this, but God bless him. I mean, no, it's, I like it. I mean, but this is another one of those things, Bart, that we talk, by the way, by the time people are listening to this podcast, I'm guessing that this will be a very relatively viral clip. Yeah. Oh, it's already doing huge numbers. Yeah. I love that. That's that's great. That's great for Steve and Josh to sit down with Wayne Larravee and Mark Murphy. That's so well-deserved. For, for two, especially Steven, for how much he loves the Packers and truly is cherishing every moment he gets to be given this incredible access. I'm so happy for him. I love when good people work hard and get what they deserve. I have an actual Packers question. Toby, any thoughts on anything that's been said before we continue? Uh, Not particularly, no. Yeah, that makes sense. (laughs) Considering that it's just been nonsensical here for a while. Um, Actual Packers question. There's another podcast part on the Blue Wire Network that I very much enjoy. It's called the Pack-A-Day Podcast. Oh, Andy Herman. Andy Herman. Wonderful cast of characters. Yes, sir. He asked a hypothetical question on a recent episode of his uh, that, you know, rhetorical, I think would be a rhetorical question, but I want to answer it for him and maybe for you. And what he asked was, um, if you could only get training camp coverage about either Jordan Love or everybody else on the team. So if you pick everybody else on the team, you don't get any Jordan Love clips. You get no Jordan Love updates, but you get everything else. Or you get Jordan Love, but you get nobody else. Andy's assumption was that a lot of people would choose Jordan Love and nothing else, which, of course, is a huge distinction from previous years, where it's like, you know, Bart, you said the other day, like, oh, Rodgers throws the ball into tight coverage in his 16th NFL season. Like, who gives a shit, right? Um, All right, so... If you can only get training camp updates about either Jordan Love or the rest of the team, can't have them both, you would take the Jordan Love highlights and updates and nothing from the rest of the team. Mm-hmm. Or mm-mm. Well, what would Toby do with Sam Howell? Would you only want your boy Sam yeah, Howell? Or would you want? Uh, yeah, I mean, I went out to training camp the last couple of days, and the only reason I was intent on getting out there, you know, the offensive lines, questions, whatever, I wanted to see what Sam Howell looked like. So – yeah. In my opinion, if you're a Packers fan, like you kind of know what Christian Watson is. You kind of know what Romeo Dobbs is. You kind of know what some of these other guys are. You've seen them before. I want to know what Jordan Love looks like. So 100% would say I need all the quarterback content possible because that's the most important position, and there's so much uncertainty around it. Toby, are you going to Commander's Camp anymore? Uh, I probably will at some point, yeah. 
why don't you take some videos and send them to me and I'll put them on my YouTube and I'll split you the revenue. It's <laughs> a good idea, Toby. <laughs> yeah. Um, probably not. Start your own YouTube. Should, should I go as a fan and just take video of the entire 11 on 11, despite not, you know, supposing you're not supposed to and just put it everywhere? Well, it'll be on my channel. They'll be like, how'd this guy get it? And they'll be like, didn't Toby friends with Bart? And they'll be like, how'd Toby <laughs> be friends with that guy? <laughs> yeah, I'm uh, I'm not going to do that. Is that the same podcast where he talks shit about Joe Theismann? I uh, did not say anything bad about Joe Theismann. I'm just kidding. He's a Super Bowl winning quarterback. He is. Uh, I would subscribe to the love stuff. I would rather. Yeah. I would rather know that. I think there's some interesting battles, but honestly, like, I don't give a shit where Zach Tom's gonna play. I Send don't her. care. Like, I don't care about who's leading the safety stuff. I do. You, you do. I do. You do. In week one, show me in week one. Sure. But I right now. Taken- like right now, I'm gonna clown all these people for dissecting every Jordan Love throw, but after after family night, but shit, I should do that honestly, and then See, watermark it, even though I don't have the rights to the video. <laughs> if I had the opportunity, I would have said last year that I would have just preferred to see all Kurt Benkert content, right, Bart? Well, Kurt Benkert tried to change the Packers social media, but that's just not how things work in Green Bay. I, uh, Bart and I are big Kurt Benkert stands. Why doesn't Kurt, if Kurt Benkert is so good, if, if he's so, why doesn't he go play in the XFL or USFL? Oh, he did, and he didn't start. Never mind. Is he that right? Taylor Heineke. I think the NFL is missing out. Wait, wait. He came on, no, he, Benkert played in the XFL. He was one for six and threw a pick. Then the next game he started and he broke his ribs. Ooh. But played another two quarters and then left. Ooh. Never mind. Toby. Never mind. Kurt Bankert, 62% career completion percentage in the XFL. One touchdown, two passes, a 60 rating. Never mind. Toby, who, what quarterback did you just say also played there? Taylor Heineke played in the XFL, and he didn't start. He did. How he backed years? up Jordan Tiamu of With the, the St. St. Louis, Louis Battle Battlehawks. Hawks. How many years ago? 2020. The 2020 year. And then and then came in the next year to Lambeau as the starter for Washington? Uh, a couple years, I believe. I'm not sure exactly the timeline because he I, – I can't remember. What was it? What was the, the COVID year? Wasn't that uh... – Yeah, I think – yeah, he got signed late in that COVID year because he started he against Tom Brady Tampa in the Bay, And then they beat us. Yeah. Yeah, so, yes, uh, I believe that would be correct. Is he still your backup in Washington? No, he's in Atlanta. He's going to take Desmond Ritter's job. Oh, you think so? Yeah, because uh, my complaint all offseason has been how people talk about Washington and say that they think they have a good defense and the quarterback's uncertain, so they have no idea what to do and how to judge them. And then they go and talk about Atlanta and say, oh, they're a sleeper. It's the exact (laughs) same thing. Yeah. So I I don't like the Falcons right now. I, I have everything against them. Now, as a college football watcher, Paul, I will say that Desmond Ritter, and this is specifically DraftKings' uh, influence too, is that Cincinnati was doing very well that year that they eventually made the playoffs. So I started playing Desmond Ritter a lot, and Mm. he, like, did not live up to expectations, fantasy or otherwise. 
they barely like got through a lot of those games. So a lot of a lot of my thoughts on Desmond Ritter is that I don't think he's stepped up to what he should have been in college. So I might I might agree with Toby that you might see Heineke soon. Hmm. What pit was Ritter third or fifth round somewhere in that range, right? Third round, fifth rounder for Sam Howell, who's going to outperform him significantly this year. Yeah. Uh, is Carson Wentz going to ever play in the NFL again? I was going to ask you that same thing one minute ago, but say XFL or USFL. Why doesn't he <laughs> oh, do that? There you go. <laughs> why doesn't he uh, why don't, why don't go, go out there and ball out unless why? you're worried that you're going to suck? Just go hang out at home. You're why, how old why? is he? Why does Messi play in the MLS? He's 30. He just run around and score goals. That's totally people. different. He's like, he, he's still enjoyed playing and all that. I think Carson Wentz just wants to go chill at home and go hunting. Like that. that I that's what mention, he wants to do. Uh, I did buy the MLS season pass. I'm already an Apple TV Plus subscriber. That's how I was able to watch the greatest show of all time, Severance. Uh, I actually have not seen any other shows on Apple TV Plus. Oh, mm. Ted Lasso. But yes. I haven't watched season three because I heard it was bad. Uh, it's a lot better than season two, which was total dog shit. Really? When I, uh, the, I'm on the last episode of season three of Ted Lasso. I loved, loved, loved season one. Absolutely hated season two. And season three is not nearly as good as season one, but a big improvement from season two. Aren't the episodes like an hour long and just drawn out? I definitely felt that way in season two. I think I think season three's it's had its gaps where it's like okay you could have cut all of that, um, but no it's much better than season two which I just hated. Mm. No, you remember what I said at the time where it was like, well I won't. Toby, have you seen the show? Do you care about the show? Don't care. Don't care. I didn't like watching Nate become a villain. But isn't in season three? Don't they like nerf him right away? No. Doesn't he doesn't he join forces with Ted pretty quick? No, like three oh. quarters of the way in. Oh, geez, spoiler. Well, you're the one that said it. <laughs> that I asked for. Yeah, com promo code is Bart. The spoiler there is that you still get 25% off, even though they've already lowered their prices. You get 25% off every single order. The gummies, the tinctures, the balms, whatever you need, they've got it available for you. We will never be able to enjoy dispensaries in Wisconsin uh, until it becomes federal. And even then, our legislator will probably find a way to have Wisconsin exempt because the Tavern League of Wisconsin rules the day and you're all uh, subject to their army. So in the meantime, enjoy what you can at happyplacehemp.com. Promo code is BART. And who needs that other stuff when you got the gummies? That's how I feel. Gummies at Happy Place Hemp. The promo code is Bart. I didn't answer the topic uh, about Jordan Love versus the field in terms of training camp coverage. I mean, I'm conflicted because of, you know, for, former beat guy. I, I think as a beat reporter, you'd have to say, oh, what if you ask that question to, like, let's be honest, what if you ask that question to Schneidman, to Domofsky, all your favorite guys, Bart, who are on the beat? Well, I can't. I know you can't. I'm let's, say you, let's say you could. Like what? You'd have to take. I don't know. Like I don't know what the right beat reporter answer is. I think you'd. Let's go back to the Fond du Lac reporter that I was in. Okay. <laughs> Look at this non-smoking graphic. I uh, zoom out. There you go. There, there you go. Like, who was employed by this paper back then? That is as that is as clip art as it gets. Paul, to your points. <laughs> 
I feel like the beat reporter thing is you still need to know the quarterback position because that can determine what happens during the season. You know, like, yeah. you know, game one of this, you know, week one, Jordan Love struggles and you're like, yeah, we saw this all through ca- throughout camp or, you know, week five, he makes a nice throw down the sideline. You're like, oh, yeah, we saw some glimpses of that during camp. Yeah, I feel like reporting on how Jair Alexander looks or how a first, you know, how the tight ends are looking. I mean, that that kind of whatever, but the quarterback position is so important. Well, it's it's so important and it's more important than anything else. The quarterback position is already more important. And then now you're moving on from Rodgers to Jordan Love. And there's a lot of intrigue and mystery as to what he's going to be like. Mm-hmm. That It is like none of the other things matter. Oh, I- Carlson's mixing kicks. Who's returning kicks? Who's like stepping up? Uh, oh, this guy's made that guy expendable. Kenny Clark's moving over there. Where's Zach Town playing? Who's getting the reps over in the slot? None of that matters if Jordan Love is bad. Yeah, like I heard you mention. So, like, there's a lot of cool clips on Twitter of, you know, some of the good throws, great throws Jordan Love has made. And then Paul Brettel said on your show, yeah, but then he also threw him right into into Devontae Wyatt's tummy and, like, interception and whatever. Right into his Um, tum-tum, yeah. By the way, you, you, you never throw a pass. This is what I learned in journalism school. You don't ever throw a pass into the stomach. Because the stomach is an internal organ. It's into the tummy. How do you feel about my old news director in TV that hated me? She would be mad when people said fled on foot. As opposed, like, what's, what's the... Fled. You've already... Fled means you've fled. Mm, I see the distinction. Yes. Oh, and she would be very upset. But what if you fled in via vehicle? Or you fled via no, aircraft? No, fled is about foot, she said. And oh, then the thing that I got... Uh, annoyed with was when people say we've been doing this for over 60 years no you can't go over years it's more than 60 years oh oh yes more than yes it's yes that's a good one um by the way flee or fled run away from a place or situation of danger run away from um run though though i could argue that run She's probably right. Um, <laughs> I was going to see if I could come up with yeah, some. Just nonsense. accept the loss there. I know I didn't say fled via foot, Toby. Um, yeah, we have some. Yeah. Anyway, uh, r- f- the definition I have for fled is run, run away, and save your life. Run away, run away, run away if you want to survive. It's time to break free. Oh, whoa, whoa. Um. That's also a good definition, though it kind of feels like song lyrics. Yeah, just a little bit. Hmm. I'm not hearing anything. I'm not either. Probably a good thing. He's going to lose his monitor. No one hears it? No. no. I see you bopping along. I was playing Real McCoy. Mm-hmm. Which I don't want to get dinged for copyright on YouTube, so I'll probably yep. edit it out. Don't mess we up could, your monetization. We couldn't hear it, so. All right, so yeah, I think you just have to say the Jordan Love content because you just have to. But I will say, Toby, I don't know if they do this in Washington. <laughs> I assume they do, but like you also then aren't watching those pass rush drills, the one-on-one pass rush drills, which are amazing. And one of the fun things to document in Packers camp back in the day was the the records, you know, and I'll give Rob Domofsky credit. He always had like full standings of every one-on-one pass rushing snap of who went against who and what what their record was. And 
It's impressive. That was, yeah, that was always really fun to watch. And of course, a lot of those are like judgment calls, right? Like, uh, like, did he get past him or was he trying to like bring him that way? But um, you would, you wouldn't have that, but you got to have Jordan Love content. So that's awesome. All right, ready for baseball. And this is where Toby can drop some Nationals knowledge. And all I that. have too much of that. <laughs> Bart, ready? Any other Packers thoughts, Bart, for the day? Yeah, uh, Rodgers won't take a pay cut, and that's why we didn't get J.J. Watt. But go ahead. <laughs> You're, yeah, the dots do connect. You, you would have loved covering a team with J.J. Watt and Aaron Rodgers on the same team. He would not. He would the not. The content would have been fantastic that, that wouldn't ever happen rogers rogers knew that jj watt was a like he like i always say rogers is a suck he like sucks you in it's it, he takes up a lot of space mm-hmm. or is jj watt you'd have the philosophical town's not big enough for the both of them interviews with rogers and then you'd have the corniest interviews with jj watt could you imagine rogers giving an interview and like jj watt coming behind him and like giving him a noogie it would never happen <laughs> these two guys need they, they, they're too big the ores are too big to ever have been on the same team. Yeah. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, Brewers. He's probably right. All right. I wrote this question after the Braves series. It certainly didn't help itself after the National Series. Yes, anything can happen in baseball, but watching the Brewers play two series recently against the Braves has made it clear that Milwaukee is far from a legitimate contender in 2023. And let me just, so, mm-hmm or mm-mm, but let me also add, this was also written like pre-trade deadline, and what it was meant to also encapsulate was the idea that you can make some marginal moves, which they did, but you would want to be very cautious about like, where are we actually like, how all in should we really like, we were the, the Braves are markedly a better team. So like, let's just accept our place as a national league central contender. And that's probably the extent of it. But baseball is also like weird, like by far the most unpredictable postseason sport. So just to say it again, yes, anything can happen in baseball, but what you saw in the Brewers and Braves series, not helped by the two out of three loss in Washington, um, has made it clear that Milwaukee is far from a legitimate contender in 2023. Mm-hmm. Or, mm-mm. You know, if they would have said uh, this year for the first time, look, we're, we're trying to make these improvements. We do have a healthy – all right, so I'm Matt Arnold, okay? I get I get asked about what, what, are you, what are you doing at the deadline. I go, look, this is a, this is a team that we like. Is a team that has potential. Um, where are we at in terms of the rest of the league? I don't know, but I des- I think that these guys deserve a shot. Uh, I think that they can make a run, and we're looking at it like, you know, bite to the apple, where 
we have a good enough team to go and play. And, 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 you know, the baseball, it's volatile. We'll see what happens, but we, we believe in our team. If that's the first time it was ever said, we'd be like, yeah, yeah, because we do like these prospects. We do like, um, you know, they did make some moves. So they, and I don't think they were just for show. Like they actually brought in some people that are going to play every day. And it's a very bite to the apple team. The problem is David Stearns traded away his closer and then they didn't make the playoffs. And we, then he said bites of the apple. So the, the branding of it can work for a team like this. This is a bites of the apple team. They like, they are not that good, but they are not that bad. And they can win close games. And they can show you that there's days where they can offensively go. And, and they are getting Woodruff back. Mm-hmm. And, and you can get hot. This team, this, there's, there's no way this team can get hot for a month and, and go to the World Series. They won't, mm-hmm. but they can. Yeah. I mean, you laid it out, Paul. It's a uh, baseball so funky. You have, you have elite pitching, so if Corbin Burns can get back to it, you know, you get Woody back, you have Freddie get on track. I mean, it's the same thing that I preached all of last year, essentially, before they traded away Hater and took all the air out of the balloon, is you get into the postseason, you have elite pitching, you've got an all-star closer, and if you can just shut down a team for a couple of games, you don't have to score six runs to win. On paper, they're not better than the Braves. There's probably two or three teams as well you could throw ahead of the Brewers on paper, but you've got good pitching. There's, I think that's what the ultimate thing is, is you've got something that can stop people with the pitching. I bring that up all the time. But, mm-hmm. you know, if Burns is on one, even if you're playing the Atlanta Braves, okay, they're going to score, what, one or two runs in six innings? The Brewers can scratch across two. Like, it doesn't happen enough but they can scratch across two or three, you'd hope. So, I mean, that's kind of where I look at the Brewers. They're not going to be better than the Braves. They're not going to be better on paper than probably the Dodgers. But anything can happen in baseball, like you said. And when in doubt, I like to side with teams with pitching, and the Brewers have that. Toby, I know you're, you know, like we said earlier, you can pretty much rattle off just about anything that's not lacrosse. I'm trying to think in the last five to 10 years of a lineup that like one through six is as daunting as the Braves right now. Like that you, you watch enough and you know, up until this year, Toby, before the MLB changes scheduling, like you saw what 18 Braves games against the nationals a year, but like you watch those six Brewers Braves games. And it's like, there is just, that's an onslaught of just dangerous bats and even like what the rookie of the year last year was is the ninth hitter who's batting mm-hmm. 278 with like a 370 on base and he's the nine hitter and he's having a down season um man that i just i'm well, honestly it's not going away to interrupt you it's not going away anytime soon because the braves bought out the arbiters on a lot of these guys and then sent yeah. to a couple more i absolutely love the way the braves have operated ronald acuna is 25 he's making 17 million the next five seasons 17 yeah. flat crazy um austin riley's making 15 20 million dollars he's 26 yeah. ozzy albies is making seven million dollars each of the next three years mm. then it's a club option for the next two years mm-hmm. at seven million again mm. michael harris making five million they've already bought out his arb years i mean they're, they're gonna be orlando well, exactly. arcia two million dollars 
Yeah. I mean, that's the way that you go about doing it. You can keep a team for forever, like you were saying, Bart, because you got to have a little foresight. Sometimes it doesn't necessarily work out as well as you'd like. The White Sox tried it to an extent with Eloy Jimenez and Luis Robert. The White White Sox had it, and then they hired La Russa. Tony La Russa to ruin it all. That fucked it all up. But, I mean, you've that's the way to do it. And, honestly, that's something that the Brewers need to start looking at trying. Yes. Um, I, let's talk about that for a minute if we could. What, like, if, if you were to honestly be able to ask Matt Arnold that question about Freelick, about Garrett Mitchell, who's been out for the past four months, about – I mean, honestly, why is Jackson Cheerio not locked up to a 15-year deal tomorrow? Mm-hmm. What what else? I mean, like he's not step. He's nineteen years old and never stepped to it in a major league stadium. Uh, well, stadium maybe, but not played on one. Um, but well, like, they did do this with Freddie. That Freddie's the guy they did it. Freddie, but, but, but yes, they did, but not nearly to the extent of the type of length that you're talking about well, with the Braves, and, uh, and Albies. Like this was Peralta was a great deal, uh, you know, for the Brewers the and you know, and for Freddie for his security. But we're, and I guess like, they did it with Ashby. The Rays. They yes, did do it with Ashby. It, it's different though. Like we're talking about stars. Like you right. can do it with some of these lower guys, but like the Rays did it with Wander Franco, and the yeah. Diamondbacks yeah. did it with Corbin Carroll. And so, what does that well, mean? Oh, I'm sorry. I, I, I mean, Cor- what did they? What was Corbin Carroll's deal? I don't know this. one. I don't. I'm not up to date. I on think this. he's getting like 13 or 14 a year for the next. Like the Brewers should lock up Contreras exactly right now for five years. Oh well, and they've got him for five, but just like bring him through his you know early 30s. You know, but seriously, like Freelick. Well, yeah, but but so when they buy out these arbitration, usually they buy them out. You don't have to go through the arb thing, and then they yeah. tack on a couple more years. Well, and sure. here's, those two years here's, are good for the player, but also team friendly. Yeah, totally. I mean, what it, what it means is you're going to pay a little more than the you know one or two million they might get in arbitration up front. So you might be yeah. paying a guy six seven million, but by the end of it, I mean, Ronald Acuna should be making thirty forty million. And he's making 17 for the next couple, like you laid out, Bart. So at the end of it, it ends up being a deal. And that's something that hopefully if you're the Brewers, like you said, Paul, like you've got to be looking at this with Jackson Churio. I think at least one of the other outfielders, probably I like Sal Freely. I think you should be looking at something like that. And that's how you can keep guys around for longer and still be able to field a competitive baseball team and spend in other spots. Yeah, I do hope that. Well, who was it recently, like I say recently, as in the past few years, who was it? Was it the Mariners? Someone got a big deal before they were ever in the major leagues. Who was that? It, like it was a, it wasn't Julio Rodriguez, was it? Um, but anyway, like it, you can do that. Like, let's just be clear. Like there's nothing stopping the Brewers from giving Cheerio 15 years for $150 million. You know, ten million. I think a Corbin Carroll got one before he ever. Eight Maybe years, hundred. Eight years, one hundred and eleven million. That a club option for the twenty thirty one season. Yeah, I mean, it just. I don't. I guess I don't see the. And if you're gonna do sign a guy like like a, a guy like a Churio, and you can say we're gonna sign you for seven, eight, nine years, you can still sell to the guy and his agent that. Dude, you're gonna hit free agency at 3031. The Yankees will still pay you at that age. You sure. know, like yeah. the Dodgers will still take you for five years when you're just turning 30. Yeah. And I'm I'm trying to like what Jackson Churio's uh signing bonus was as an international player. Um 1.9 million. You know, 
and he was 17 at the time. Not, not, not bad, but you know, kind of like with Freddie Peralta who had made a couple million dollars. But if you, if you show him, you know, multiple years of security, something that takes him from, you know, a, a nice salary into that multi-million per year salary, like, I get why Acuna and Albies, like I get, I get why they did it. Mm -hmm. Like I, I totally get it. It's a win-win. And I'm sure like there'd be some agents who would say like Scott Boris, I'm sure would say, don't you dare, (laughs) you know, don't as a player, like, don't you dare consider that much less do it because he's trying to maximize value for the entire group of MLB players. But um, by the way, uh, I don't want to say first impressions of Sal Freelick because it's been a week and a half or whatever now, but, and Toby, you got to see him for at least three games, maybe more, depending on how much Brewers you've watched outside of national series. He's the exact type of player I want on my team. Contact, base running, speed, defense. Like, I know the Brewers, like their first round pick from two weeks ago in this year's draft is like this big power hitting six foot five third baseman. But for the most part, I just, man, it, it, Freelick is the kind of guy who makes baseball fun to watch, right? Well, he's like, a, com- just, he's, he's just a complete changeup from what the Brewers have done over the last couple of years where it's who cares about the batting average, just get on base and hit a lot of dingers, and it doesn't matter if you're slow. It doesn't really matter if you're that great at defense either. <laughs> what, what's going on with this picture here, Bart? Oh, I was trying something. That's a Omaha Steaks hot dog. Okay. So Sal Freelick is not a hot dog. Uh, he's, I really like the way that he plays. I really oh, do. Yeah. But why can't um, I see you guys? I know. All I see is this hot dog. <clears throat> oh, crap. What are they got? Pickles on here? Like full pickles instead of relish? It kind of, kind of looks good. I can't get, there, there we go. go. There it is. But yeah, I think, uh, I really do like Sal Freelich, Paul. And I think that when you look at how he can help, you sometimes need a change up from like your regular, plan you know like if everyone else in the lineup is hitting home runs like at some point you need someone to hit for average and get on in front of them too and I think Freely can be that guy and this is what frustrates me so much about last year still is why did you decide to sell off the closer as opposed to trying inserting Garrett Mitchell or Sal Freelich like they did at the end of the year and you saw the difference that Garrett Mitchell made it's like why didn't you just try that instead of trading off Hayter so that brings us to a topic Bart hasn't talked enough about which is the Josh Hayter trade well, I am going to wrap up this episode very soon. I know, I'm just kidding. Um, okay. That's pretty much um, – anyway, I would totally agree with all the things you said. Bart, what are you – I mean, just give me your 30 seconds or one minute on early impressions of Freelick. Well, he's got a lot to live up to after that first game. <laughs> Dude, I mean, he, he that was that Tuesday's game where he threw out the runner at the plate? Um, I think him and Mitch are going to be fan favorites because they're good-looking men. Okay. I mean, they got that dark Italian hair. Who will be center field? Who will be right field? Freelick and right, Mitchell and center. They're both. And the other thing Toby said about like team speed. Freelick did like, like go torpedo himself into the boards the other day. Well, that's, I kind of, but that's part of what I'm saying. Like, I, I don't, I'm not sure I want him to do that forever because his body could break eventually. But man, that's fun to watch. Like, that's just, man, that's fun to watch. Reminds me um, of uh, <clears throat> seeing him do that reminds me of the youthfulness that Bryce Harper had when he came up and he just mm-hmm. played with reckless abandon. You learn how to you know deal with that eventually, but 
it is nice to see and refreshing to see. And I'm sure it energizes a clubhouse when a guy's just running full speed. And if he runs into a wall, whatever, you know, like I'm going to yes. try to make plays. Um, let me ask you guys this before we okay. wrap up. Uh, and again, so Monday's show, I don't know what I'm going to have on it yet. Uh, your Carl's Place voicemails are welcome. Carl of ET.com backslash Bart. What about Hard Knocks content? Hard Knocks doesn't start till Tuesday. Oh, it's not Sunday night. It's Tuesday night. Tuesday night at 9 Central. Okay. I will do a live after the Brewers Rockies on Monday. We've been doing like Monday live, so I'll do another Monday live. Um, Should I apply for this job at Shaker's Cigar Bar? Cigar Bar? Shaker's has been long regarded as one of the most haunted bars in America. We provide historic and ghost tours. We have several positions open for tour guides. We're looking for people with performance who can memorize a script and think quickly on their feet. Memorize a script. Should I be a haunted house tour guide? Yes. And just, talk just about- embrace doing weird shit. Yeah. Like for a while, I didn't want to door dash because be like art. But I should say, like, yeah, what the fuck? I don't know. Here's your pizza. Well, and then as you're giving the tour, and if you really want to scare them, just talk about your career. Yeah. <laughs> One August morning, we got an email that said team meeting at noon, and we all lost our jobs. And I wasn't even hosting that day. His producer was. <laughs> yeah. A and recent. A Toby recent- was left. Toby was left stranded so much he had to move to dc <laughs> a recent hall of fame inductee was currently on the air when it when it mysteriously disappeared yes the station couldn't leverage the fact that they had a nfl hall of famer that showed up five days a week during the dead of summer to talk about the fucking brewers <laughs> See, the now sales that- department was dwindling year after year they stopped doing a golf outing due to COVID that never came back. <laughs> Bill Michaels left and his salary was never replaced. Rami left the afternoons and there was a rotating host for six months in drive time. And now he's back. And Toby could have got the job, but then the station crumbled. <laughs> Woo! Scary stuff. Scary to me. And they got Bart back for various CBS shifts, but not on Sunday because they run BetQL, even though gambling's not illegal or not legal here. <laughs> scary, scary. Yeah. By the Goodbye. way, uh, I do get paychecks still from odyssey tremendous company yeah i i do as well and uh love it uh you can actually find this podcast on odyssey as well you can it is spotify apple odyssey isn't that ironic all right boys uh good to see you toby good to see you paul good to see you toby and good it's also to see you bart good to see you bart (laughs) goodbye adios Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. 
If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.